Hi there, I'm the Gnarly Gnome, and this, this is Drinking with the Gnome. Drinking with the Gnome, if you couldn't figure it out by the title, is a podcast dedicated to drinking, to drinks and the people that drink them, uh, especially here in Cincinnati, which is where uh, the show is based, but uh, it branches out a lot. It's it's supposed to be a little bit educational, um, a, a little bit. It's really kind of about the conversations that happen uh, while we're all learning about drinks together. Um, and this is a special episode. This this whole month, we're doing special episodes. They're recorded live from Christian Morline's Logger House down at the banks here in Cincinnati. They're doing a big Cincinnati Chris Kindle market. Uh, So we're dedicating an entire month's worth of episodes to learning about winter drinking. Uh, We've done everything from winter cocktails to winter beers. And then this episode, one that I was really looking forward to, uh, because I, I love the subject of the show, Glühwein. Uh, that's right. It's, it's, it's mold wine, but uh, uh, the German version of mold wine. I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. You'll, you'll hear about it in the show, but uh, this was a crazy one. It was fun. We took over one of the igloos down there. You can rent these igloos. So we set up in an igloo and we had all kinds of people coming in and out and jumping on the show and talking about uh, Glühwein and their experiences with it. And uh, we talked about how they made it down there at Moorline and uh, just lots of good stuff. I, I don't need to tell you everything you're about to hear because you're going to hear it. Uh, listen to the show. Uh, subscribe, share it with your friends. You know how this thing goes. Uh, we'll catch up again at the end of the show. But uh, enjoy this one. Gluevine. Gluevine. Yes. Uh, I'm excited is, because you're excited. Uh, have you actually tried it yet? No, not okay, yet. I was so. kind of waiting for everything to get started but this it's is, this still is nice new, and warm this is new for you right it is very new for so me this is like absolute first sip of yes. glue vine in your I, life i've known about it but this is the first time in my entire life that i've ever tried it so very excited All right, well while it's warm uh, and while i pull up the chat here uh dive I want on take, in yeah take your first sip and All tell right. me what you think all right I think I have a new favorite winter drink. (laughs) That is incredible. Uh, And and the fun thing about about Glühwein is that, um, I mean, yes, it's it's wine. So Mm -hmm. like sometimes it's a little higher ABV because Mm -hmm. um, it's it's depending on what you use, right? right? But if if it's been sitting like over like an actual open heating element, like in a pot or something mm-hmm. over the, the span of the evening, it actually kind of gets lower ABV because the alcohol it's just actually evaporates off. out. Yeah, yeah, makes uh, sense. So you never really know what you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> so we could be in deep trouble by the time I'm done with this or we could be OK. And maybe that says something about me and my enjoyment of uh, winter drinking. But uh, uh, I kind of like the unknown. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I like just absolutely. In. Makes it fun. Um, this is great, uh, like and I, we, like we actually found out before time. we started recording that this is from an like an authentic German grandmother's recipe. So this is the real deal. This isn't something that yeah, it's no joke. Not like a it, random chef or a random. Oh, I don't say a random chef because Chef Nate sounds amazing. Um, but this isn't something that just kind of came out of someone read it in a recipe book and said, "Oh, we can do this, and let's just try to make it a sugar bomb or make it super heavy on the wine side, not as much on the spice side." This is, and I say apparently because, again, this is my first trip into it, 
this is what this should be and what you should expect I, from it. Yeah, I love it. It's a, uh, uh, it's, a, it's a lot like, well, it's a lot of like a lot of things where uh, the recipe is uh, very, um, very different from place to place. And we'll mm-hmm. get into that a little bit with the history of it. But um, you never, again, you never really know nope. what you're in for when you grab a glass of That's of awesome. Uh, introduce yourself. Tell people who you are uh-huh. and, uh, and, and why you're here and why you are an expert in drinking. Oh, <laughs> I am Julia. Uh, I, as you just said, I drink all of the things in Cincinnati. I am co-host of Truth Beer and Consequences with Marco. We recap all of the Cincinnati Craft Beer podcasts. Most of them are yours. I will. I will I feel say like that. Lately, it has been, but absolutely has been, um, which is perfectly fine. I love it. All your episodes are fantastic, no matter what the podcast well, is. Thank you. And uh, you have said. I mean, you invited me to week one. Yeah. Uh, but then you've always said, if you're in the area for Chris Kindle Market on a Thursday, just show up and let's all hang out and have sure. a drink. And I went, I'm free this Thursday. I'm going to show up and hang out and have a drink. And now I'm behind behind the mic. Ignore me, guys. <laughs> just, the, the, the wonderful chaos of... Oh, good God. <laughs> Sorry, it's just for YouTube. <laughs> YouTube doesn't need to know. All I can't of that. actually see now if it's actually recording. Is there oh, something on there that says it's red and it says record? All right, I think we're good. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's all right. That's amazing. Uh, we're live. That's the important part. Yes. Uh, people can see us, uh, which we have to. The, the chaos of trying to get the uh, the compact set up together again. I had to go buy another freaking pod track p4 oh my god uh, the amount of these things that i'm gonna go through on this show is insane just because <laughs> of things being spilled on them and oh man <laughs> well you should have told me i brought mine just in case well, i needed one i oh, needed yeah, i needed but... to get it and uh i finally got the stream deck all set up for the mobile that thing is fancy um, uh so what is Gluevine? That's, uh, I guess, where we should start this thing. And we have probably lots of guests that are going to kind of pop yes, in and out throughout yes. this episode. But uh, Gluevine, uh, mold wine, I guess, is the easy way to start it out with. People have heard about mold wine. It's, uh, uh, I think that's probably the English uh, uh, version of Gluevine. Um, it's, it's wine with spices mm-hmm. warmed up. And you just drink it and, and see now there's things happening. And I don't know what they are. <laughs> I think it's a screensaver. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but, but the, uh, much like, uh, uh, again, talk, we talked about, we didn't even talk about it, uh, chili and things like that, where it's always this, this, uh, recipe that's changing from place to place or from person to person. Mm-hmm. Uh, mold wine is one of those things sure. where, uh, historically people came up with their own recipes mm-hmm. and that's kind of how glue vine, uh, kind of got really popular was that in these, uh, Chris Kindle markets, these, uh, German, uh, winter festivals, um, people started making their own version of Gluevine and they started kind of competing with each other oh, that's and cool. then like promoting it and people would show up to this festival trying to get this Gluevine that everybody was talking about and then this one would people start talking about this one and they'd have to go over there and uh, then it started to just become this really popular thing and people just started drinking a ton of it. So are there Gluevine competitions much like uh, your competitions? You're asking me like things a- that aren't in my notes. Okay, I'm I don't, sorry. I don't know. There should be. <laughs> <laughs> there, there 100% should be. All right, uh, all right. Maybe, that might be tricky yeah, just because like you said, every recipe is going to be a little bit different. But that's what makes it's it fun. It's kind of one style, but how do you judge what recipe is the best? Because a lot well, of that just, is going to be your own taste and your own palate preferences. Right. And a big, a big part cool, of... But I think it'd be really tricky to have an unbiased competition, if that makes sense. There's no such thing as an unbiased competition. Oh, that's true. That's, that's the true. whole purpose of a competition, a competition is yeah. to uh, let your bias be known. Um, Fair. I, I think that the thing about Gluevine is it's so tied into uh, situations. And mm. it's like nobody like 
as far as I know. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, feel free to send an email since I can't see the chat. But um, you know, if nobody goes to dinner and is like, you know what, uh, I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have a steak and some gluvine. Like no, like you 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 drink your gluvine when you're hanging out outside. You're standing by the fire pit. You're walking around. You're listening to Christmas carols and you're uh, shopping for your uh, wintry tchotchkes, whatever you know. Like, your ornaments <laughs> and all that. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that's yeah. that's when you drink your gluvine. Like it's not like a uh, I mean, maybe that's not even true because we, we sometimes heat some up at home when we're like decorating or something, but it's still very situational. Like it's mm-hmm. not like a, it doesn't feel like a meal kind of drink. It feels like a, a situation kind of drink. Yeah. If, if that different, you know, that difference makes sense. I, th- I think it makes a lot of sense to okay. me, but that's, okay. I, but I'm a very, uh, situational drinker, True. uh, just in general. Like I, you know, most of the things that I, that I drink and that I love, I drink in certain times of the year or certain, uh, situations or with certain people or, you know, whatever it is. Sure. Like I, um, a lot of things, <laughs> which, all uh, which, the things. <laughs> which is, which is kind of what this whole series, this whole, this whole month, all of this winter drinking is kind of about is that like, it's, it's a situation and that these are, these are things that we latch onto in that situation that we uh, kind of fall in love with. Yeah. Um, it's bothering me not being able to see the chat right now. It's, it's, <laughs> this is when I need producer David. Um, uh, let's talk, uh, uh, should we talk about kind of some of the, the history of it? Yeah. I have, to, I have to look at notes for this, dude. Don't judge me. Um, <laughs> I, always, I, always judging. I, I studied judging. so much, too. Um, so, it uh, the translation. So, gluvine, uh, a lot of people, you know, as Americans, you know, glue, glue, glue wine Which sounds really, yeah. sounds really gross. <laughs> it's not what this is. It's, uh, it's, it's uh, glow wine, I think is probably the better way to, to say it as uh, an American because it's, it, it, it kind of translates to glowing wine or smoldering wine or something like that because it's, it's heated up. And I think, and again, feel free to send the emails. I think that started because it was traditionally heated up with like a glowing rod, like kind of so like the beer it, it poker. Was a poked beer. I think, I think, and I could be wrong, but it's just, it's a glowing, like it's, it's heated, it's warm. It's like that, that, that idea. So that's kind of where the name comes from. Or you start to glow as you're drinking the higher ABV. uh, That could be it too. You you glow. Yeah. Yeah, That could be it. (laughs) Your mouth will turn purple. I Um, am expecting uh, extremely popular in German speaking countries as well. Yeah. This is, uh, gets really nerdy in a couple of these things. We won't uh, get too nerdy. Um, uh, sometimes, uh, this is some trivia, and some of the more traditional uh, German markets, uh, they didn't serve anything, they don't serve anything else other than Gluvine. Like, you can't just, there's not a beer booth set up. Like, people aren't drinking beer. Okay. Um, and I could be wrong about that. Is that right? Uh, we have we have an actual German here. Yes. <laughs> just which... to make sure that I'm not lying. <laughs> we'll, we'll get you on here yes. in just a minute yes, to talk absolutely. about this. <laughs> we have a German named Thor. So amazing. How incredible is that? I love it. <laughs> I, feel, I love it. I feel like my mom let me down with my name. <laughs> I'm feeling very uh, self-conscious about know. it right now. I don't know. I mean, Gnome's pretty, pretty cool, pretty individual. So yeah, however she came yeah, up with that. I had, to, well, I, had to, I had to change it. She didn't actually oh, give me that uh, gotcha, trivia. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, uh, I have a note here that says different countries put their own spin. Yeah, we know that. Uh, Gluvine is uh, the German twist. Um... Uh, I actually have a note here that says, you're going to get purple lips. Uh, it's just the way it is. Uh, mold wine, and this is mold wine. This is not specifically uh, gluvine. Uh, it started 
all the way back when like the the Romans were were doing their thing. Um, so it goes like it goes way, way, it goes way goes way back. They just started kind of throwing spices into their wine, and it made it better. I think for 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 everybody, it wasn't yeah. always uh, heated up, but eventually they started heating it up, and then they were like, "Oh, this is even well, this is better." Great. Yes. <laughs> so it turned into a thing, uh, and then obviously, uh, especially in the places in the in the world where it got a little cold, uh, they started to figure out, "Oh, mm-hmm. this when it's cold outside, this is perfect." Yes. <laughs> um, um, yes. The, uh, uh, the the glue vine tradition didn't uh, really kick in until the 1890s, and that's when um, uh, the Christmas markets really started being a big thing, and uh, different merchants started uh, selling their own versions of glue vine, mm-hmm. and this became this competition between everybody to uh, figure out whose glue vine was the best glue vine. And, uh, so there and are competitions. Well, Keep, anyone that wasn't not uh, like not like a, uh, a formal competition, okay. just okay. a. <laughs> <laughs> very informal um, and uh, the uh, uh, the gnome dome is filling up now yes uh, awesome. let's uh, let, let's switch out guests yeah let's yeah let's, let's yeah. not to, not to kick Julia off no, the, the microphone off. but um, you did say that you were just showing up to hang out <laughs> I said well you're gonna be on microphone um, uh, Thor do you want to sit down I want to talk about your your, your I, I I almost feel silly like saying, "Hey Thor, do you want to sit down?" Because, uh, like, I, mean, I mean, yeah, you know, Thor is like Thor, right? And then get as close to the microphone as you uh, as you can there. Um, but welcome to the show. Thank you. So you you uh, you were born in Germany. I'm born. Yes, that's okay. correct. Uh, and then, uh, how long? Did you spend in Germany before you came over here, or or, or do you still spend time? I was about thirty, so I have some some experience uh, right. in adult life uh, right. with Glühwein. Uh and and the Chris Kindle markets and the traditional side of Chris Kindle markets. Uh, are we doing it right? Like, is this absolutely? This is a wonderful place. This is really coming very close to how it should be. Um, I just made a comment here earlier. It's it needs to be cold. It needs to be really cold <laughs> outside. I don't want it to be cold though. <laughs> yeah, but th- this is what Christmas market is for, right? This sure. is what you have. So that was. I, th- I think we talked about that probably uh, within the series, probably the first episode or the second episode. That like I, uh, I enjoy some of the the Chris Kindle markets that are happening around Cincinnati, but so many of them happen early in the season when it's even warmer than it is now, and like it just doesn't feel. Christmassy yet it doesn't doesn't work properly for me. That, that's correct, and it's not about the Christmassy that 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 comes on top to it. But you expect us. It, it needs to be just winter time. It needs to be cold. You need the freezing. This is why glue is so important. You have it outside. Mm-hmm. That's a drink you really don't have at home. You don't sit on your ta- on on your sofa and have a glue vine. Sometimes I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But but th- that's the outside drink, and uh, just from my perspective, we have it at home. I have my own recipe. We do it, and then we go on the on the on the deck and sit outside right. and just have it outside because you you want to be freezing cold outside and have this warmth of the drink. Well, there's yeah, and there's something about that too in the in the mugs, like because the the mugs, um, like it's it's you hold it in your hands and it warms your hands while you're drinking it, and it becomes this this other thing that becomes about the experience, not just about the drink itself. Which not to take away from the drink itself, it's delicious, but like it's it becomes about that experience. Exactly, it's more the experience. It's we the, the, the whole 
the whole nine yards of that. It's it's not only the drink per se. Is that is that something that Americans are kind of lacking in though? Is that understanding of like drinking and like how the other the other side that goes along with it that experience of drinking versus just the drink? I think that haven't been in, introduced to that. It's just here it's a drink, but it, it's more than a drink. So so having this kind of event here. The, the opportunity to show that this type of drinks go further than just the beer. You don't want to have a d- beer in the summertime because it, it just serves this extra purpose. Right. So, so it's the same with this, this drink at the night. Or well, if you go outside in the Alps and, and you have this whole chocolate with rum in it, Whoa, it yeah. just goes beyond the drink. Well, and there's a, there, so there's a thing too with Glühwein, uh, the, 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 and I'm, my pronunciation is going to be really bad here, the Mit, Mit, Mit Schuss? What's the proper pronunciation? That means mit schuss. Mit schuss. That's just an extra liquor on it. Just gives it extra speed. A little bit. So sometimes uh, amaretto, sometimes rum, things like that. You just kind of just give it a little little kick up to to get you where you need to be. (laughs) Warm you up a little bit more from the inside out. (laughs) Yeah, but 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 typically you don't go that route because you want to have a couple of more. If you go that route, you will not survive three. Oh, come on. I can survive many of those. Many, many, many mit, mit Yes. <laughs> that's that's the American side of me. I think I can do more than I can. Okay. Uh, you know, like, uh, I, I think that idea, though, that um, uh, experiential drinking versus just drinking, I think that's that's kind of been the theme of every one of these winter episodes because uh, seasonally, um, most of the things that we associate with with winter um, are that way because of something else. Like it's not really, it's not really the thing itself. Like be it a tradition that goes alongside it, be it that uh, you know it's something warm, so it keeps you warm. Be it the spices that are you know kind of like it's just it's something that that ties it into the the season that isn't just um, the 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 liquid itself. Absolutely. Think about the hot chocolate. You want to sit with hot chocolate and on a Christmas morning and just enjoy it it's more than a drink absolutely right so uh as a uh as as a as a german are you still a german citizen are you a dual citizen okay so as a german citizen um how how do uh how do christmas markets like how do they fit into uh actual culture within a normal german family because uh in my head there's this big romantic idea of like oh yeah it's every everybody does you know when as soon as as soon as the, you know the advent season hits everybody goes to the christmas market like, you are so right with that. that's exactly <laughs> is what it right? is yes yes <laughs> everybody has this preferred place to go that this is exactly what you do you meet one time with friends you go with your family you Absolutely, that's that's a must in Christmas time. Uh, can we talk about Krampus a little bit? Uh, is Krampus a thing that, uh, that 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 is as common in Germany as I want him to be? Uh, it's a regional. So okay. Krampus, I think, it comes more from the Thaus. Um, they're they're different kind of bad guys running with Saint Nick. Um, it's kind of the opposite, uh, but it's very 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 regional. Are there other 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 guys? Other. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I heard of another one that, and I can't remember what the name was. Um, uh, people said that he was more popular than than Krampus, uh, and I, for the life of me, I can't. I, didn't, um, this is, I, I was always a good kid, so I've never come. To, so I was never good, and I, my <laughs> my kids are lucky right now that they have not been taken away and eaten in the woods or whatever Krampus does. But. <laughs> 
No, I was always on a good side. No, well, maybe not. Uh, I I appreciate your your insight into this. Like it's it's it, I I want to go drink with you. I want to shut this off and just go just drink. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you, you get that a lot. Uh, I don't know if it's the accent. I don't know if it's. <laughs> thank you. Just, just want to drink heavily. So okay. Uh, uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And a uh, shout out to this wonderful. It, it's really authentic. I clearly confirm this is wonderful. Good. Good glühwein. Absolutely. Uh, prost. Shit. Prost. We need somebody else. Who else wants to talk about uh, about glühwein? Chef Nate. Come, come, grab a microphone. Or just yell very loudly. That does work. Also, don't don't knock any of these cords over because. All right. Uh, Thor, you left your hammer. Do I need these? Or you don't need them, but uh, it helps it helps you ignore Greg being loud in the corner. Otherwise, Christ, do I have one I can keep? Do what? I said, do you have one I can keep? <laughs> it does. Like it's uh, because I do a lot of podcasts in tap rooms. Like it does hit that point where uh, I just want to always. How, yeah, like it, it gets you kind of focused in on people. Get as close to that microphone as you as you can when you talk. Um, so you, uh, you you created this glue vine? Um, I did. I it was a kind of a collaboration with a friend of uh, a recipe of his. I can't remember what he referred to her, but his uh, German grandmother. Right. So, so I did that, and then I've got a local chef who's a buddy of mine who was giving me some pointers, like you know, back down the cloves or too overpowering. So we actually took a recipe and played with it a little bit, made a couple different variations, and uh, and this is what we came up with as ours here at Moorline. How do you how do you narrow that down? Because again, uh, we talked about you know chili. Like everybody's got their own thing that they're trying to figure out. Like how do you uh, how do you settle on that? I mean, I assume it's small batches of little 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 glasses of it trying to figure. It literally out. <laughs> was like a small coffee pot. And then the other good thing is we just uh, hired our new uh, head brewer just came over from Germany. Yes. So that's always a plus being able to hey Josh, you know, try out this batch. What do you think? So. We ran uh, probably three or four different batches before we we settled in on this one, and uh, and basically we're brewing it in twenty liter batches. And there's uh you know we're using whole cinnamon sticks, whole juniper berries, whole anise, um, whole cloves, and then some fresh orange. And uh, we use the just the uh, the orange, the zest of the orange, to give it a little bit of a bite, the right. citrus and the bitter to it as well. Like it's- it's good, and I know I know we just got done talking about how Gluvine is not really about the actual liquid itself; it's about the experience of it. But uh, it has to taste good, or else you're only gonna There's have be your experience hand in hand experience. Bit. Yes, yes. There's an experience of spitting Gluvine quickly. Yes. And I'm I'm a beer guy. Like I I definitely you know over most other uh, drinks I, I prefer to have a beer but um, when you when you hit this time of year and when you hit something that tastes as good as this it definitely makes me start to think differently and uh, uh, you guys knocked this out of the park well, thank I, you. Thank you. Uh, I think that this is one of those things that kind of hopefully should uh, make people think about um, the logger house a little differently and about what you guys do down here and how you how you approach all of this stuff um i mean there are there are fine packaged glue vines around that you can buy and you can just heat up and serve to people and a lot of uh chris kindle markets do that and that's that's i'm not gonna i'm not gonna crap on that or anything but 
uh, to to make your own and kind of put your own spin on it to me is uh, not only uh, more enjoyable as a drinker, it's more uh, it's more authentic and it feels more genuine to the spirit of what a Chris Kindle market is supposed to be. Well, and I think that's part of part of what we were trying to do as well. You, there are a lot of packets out there. You can buy pre-fabricated, pre-seasoned, and sure. you just don't get the fresh flavors of, you know, actually... And we, what we do is we tie a sachet and we put all the, you know, all the ingredients in there let it seep for 20 minutes, pull it out and then, uh, and then just run another one. So we get all the flavors and you can just pull it right out. There's no, no sediment from all the other things in there. And, uh, and I, I agree, it's maybe not quite German chili out here, but to us, uh, us <laughs> Ohioans. It, it's going to be colder next yeah, week. Yeah, this, this weekend, next couple of days is going to get pretty chilly, but you know, to, to be able to walk around and have a nice warm mug in your hand and and something tasty i think is exactly what we're looking for out here but i i just i want i want you guys and i you know greg is hiding in the corner over there i want you guys to know how much i appreciate that idea of of actually doing it the right way like you don't have to do that like you could most people that are coming in here and grabbing a a mug of glue vine don't don't give to can I say shits when I'm live? I don't know. I don't, can, sure. you don't give two shits about it. Like they, oh, it's warm and it's fine and it's tasty. Uh, uh, the fact that you guys took that extra step and are, and are bringing it in house, um, it, it, it feels it feels better to me. And I, I and like it, it. It's part of the chef mentality. I mean, you want sure. to you want to do things from scratch. You want to do it the right way. You want to put your own spin on it. And you want to come up with a product that people are gonna, you know, not only Greg is gonna talk about, but everybody comes up and be like, oh, this is amazing. I've never right. had it before, and. Uh, and it's you know it's an experience, right? Well, I, I love it. It's it's delicious. Awesome. I think you guys you just knocked it out of the park. I kind of want it uh, packaged. I want it in a bottle so I can take it home and warm it up over the stove. <laughs> I got a recipe for you. <laughs> I don't want to rest. I don't want to do it myself. I want you. To, maybe you have to just come to my house and do it for me. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I just don't want to do it myself. As the, yeah. We can make. We'll get you a growler. How about that? <laughs> That's perfect. Uh, well, I I appreciate you sitting down and talking about Glühwein, and uh, I appreciate you making this for us because. Uh, it makes things uh, make things makes things cheery. We uh, we appreciate you coming out and, <laughs> of course. and love the feedback. Love to hear how much you enjoy. No, you're you're nailing it. This is uh, this has been the show that I've been looking forward to the most. I think just because uh, I, I I enjoy Gluvine, but then when I tried it for the first time here, I was like, oh, this is this is this is. This is that step up. That this is the uh, craft brewery version of what Gluvine should be. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, I love it. Thanks Congrats, a lot. Man. I appreciate Thank it. You. Thank yeah. you, uh, Greg. Do you want to sit down for a minute? Yeah, let's put Greg up here now. Come on, Greg. Your turn. No, not even. Yeah, a little. He, just... he said he's been waiting for it. Come on, man. Come on, Greg. Tag, you're it. <laughs> you can put those that cancels out all my yammering. <laughs> <laughs> We'll keep it brief, man. Yes. You haven't you haven't been on one of my shows for a while. <clears throat> you want some hard hitting questions, or you want me to? <laughs> I can an- I can answer anything. Uh, Chris Kindle Market. Uh, uh, why? Why do this, and why do it the way you guys did it here? And uh, talk a little bit about the uh, uh, how this how this came to be. Well, we tried to work with a uh, German club in town sure. uh, who had done it on Fountain Square. Uh, really great people, people from Cincy Deutsch. And we decided that uh, they didn't have enough volunteers to be able to pull it off. Right. And uh, very nice people. Uh, we wanted to do, have them do it down here. And unfortunately, they couldn't get enough volunteers to do it. So uh, pandemic came. 
after the pandemic. There uh, was a what? Oh, yeah. shit. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, it was like, that was bad for all of us uh, in a lot of ways. So, But at the end of the day, we just decided that we needed to do it. Um, and uh, we just put a committee together. I have a lot of uh, what we call uh, FOGs, Friends of Greg. And I said, uh, hey, you want to do a Chris Kindle market with us? And we got a lot of people that decided it was really important to do something like this. And uh, I hired German Amish farmers to build the chalets, literally, um, okay. put on a little bit of a light show. Um, we designed these igloos. They're spectacular. Igloos are fantastic, by the way. And we um, decided domes. to put they're on... Gnome Domes. We yeah. renamed them. They're not igloos anymore. Oh, they're, that's gnome right. Domes. They are the Gnome Domes. Uh, and uh, we just really wanted to put on a great show that was uh, the best authentic Chris Kindle market we could put on. And we wanted to have uh, our Chris Kindle beer, which is excellent. Our oh, yeah. new brewer, uh, Josh, is uh, doing a terrific job. He's actually a dual citizen of Germany and uh, of the uh, United States. And then Chef Nate, uh, we... Said we need a glühwein recipe that is just out of this world, and you know he really did a lot of research on it, and he found a recipe through somebody's grandmother. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I love it. And and it, it was just where a, the best recipes and, come and, from. And what we're hearing is people saying that they're not sugar bombs. You know they they are very well balanced, and uh, you know just. Uh, Exciting to hear that. People are excited about it. People are excited about the Chris Kindle market. It's a great time down here, and we'll be here every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday through December 31st, and uh, we're going to bring it back next year. We've already decided that, Good. and we're just uh, planning on expanding it and making it better and better. It's, it, it's already killer. Like You guys knocked this out of the park. Uh, uh, again, Chris Kindle market, the idea is 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 so... To me, it's so simple to, to, to nail, but so many people just kind of miss the point. And I, I know that there's a lot of uh, business that goes into that and trying to figure out how to make it make sense for you. But um, like there, the, a community aspect of what Chris Kindle Market is supposed to be, um, that's supposed to be center to it all. And so many people just miss that point and don't understand that and kind of uh, drop the ball and uh, make it feel wrong to me. And this, this, this nails it uh, right here in the middle of uh, the banks and outside of the logger house and uh, it's 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 so perfect and I, it's free and it's free how about that and it's free <laughs> you, you just come down enjoy yourself sit by one of the big fire pits we have and you know by the way that's like it's the not only, free is, do you know how many sausages i have to eat when i come down to chris kendall mark <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's not that, free at all i was gonna say in that in that, in that fire pit always have a crowd around it just like right now and, and you know it's like the olympic torch you know what i mean it's like people are like a magnet right to it it's great tonight is the absolute perfect night too it's a little bit chilly uh, but not so chilly that like you're uncomfortable nobody in your party is griping that it's too cold everybody's happy uh it's gonna get cold you guys you gotta get near that fire pit and there's there's like uh, uh, there's little heaters all around the place. There's there's fire all over the place for you to get next to and warm up. And um, you guys you guys did this you did it perfect. Uh, yeah, well, it's it's you. great. And so uh, uh, thank you for doing it. I, that's the uh, um, that's the the gnome side of me that just I I you love, ever see me do anything love that small? this exists. Um, I, I haven't. I, <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> Sometimes, maybe to a fault. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. My I, I, my staff was uh, unbelievable in putting it on, and uh, 
you know, we, we really don't have volunteers. Um, we, we have people that are part of the committee and, uh, um, we pay everybody, you know, we don't, we, we, uh, want to make sure that, uh, you know, we did everything right. And that's important to us going yeah. in the holiday season. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, if anybody hasn't been down here, get down here. Um, by the way, we hired an additional, uh, uh 40 people here for this event. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. Uh, and it, it shows because you come here and there's, uh, and, you know, the booths are open. There's people uh, smiling and happy. And like, it just, it feels, it feels right. It feels like a Chris Kendall market should feel like in, in my limited uh, American brain. <laughs> what I just, I feel like I haven't really got to uh, experience what Chris Kendall market is supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> like well, I've had this this muted version my whole life, and then you start to see these flashes of things like, oh. Well, I think the oh, people at Germania do it extremely. They do well. it great. I mean, theirs is spectacular. It's uh, it's not an outdoor event like this is, uh, and, the, and, and everything, and so, but it it is spectacular. And that's I I don't want to I don't want to like uh, crap on them at all for yeah. what they do because I love I love their oh, Chris they do a great market. Job. Yeah. But it's always too warm outside. It's it's you know the tents are great, but it's all feels indoor then I'm like it just and well yeah, it's not always it's a, warm when they do theirs you know what I'm saying it but hasn't it, it, it hasn't been cold for it, well quite a I few mean there's years. like horrible warming going on or something <laughs> like that right <laughs> and then you know just the idea of having to like pay you know like you know wait in a line trying to get your car in there and park or you know walk down Kemper Road trying to get like it's just it's it's different it's, it's different. a different feel I mean we we do it for five what is it five or six weekends I can't even remember now and uh um, it's just a different, uh, you know, feel. Ours is an outdoor event straight right. out. I mean, you can, th- there's plenty of places you can get indoors here. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. In that. But if you it, need but to it, retreat, you can. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's uh, um, it, it's just a lot of fun to put these on. And, uh, and, and and I would be remiss if I didn't wish you a great holiday season. Oh, likewise. And to you and your family. Likewise. And, uh, and thank you so much for having me on. Of course, of course. We'll we'll get you back on the show to talk more about uh, the Logger House and about you and about uh, about more line and about all of the things. That I don't we, know anything. We just need to talk about. <laughs> That's, there are so many people that are just like yelling at their computer right now, like talk about it. <laughs> we will, we will, we'll talk about it one of these days. All right, uh, my brother. Thanks, thanks, Happy man. Yeah. Uh, you too. Look, I'm sure you guys can figure out that I really like Glühwein at this point. You, After listening to the episode, that should be uh, very clear. Uh, but one thing, hopefully, that is becoming more clear the more of these episodes that you listen to is as much as drinking with the gnomes about the drinks and the places and all of that uh, that, that, that make up the content, uh, it's, it's really kind of about the people. It's about the people that we sit down and we have these drinks with. So uh, thank you to everybody who made this episode happen. Uh, if you don't already listen to Truth Beer Podsequences, uh, the first guest on the episode, Julia was from Truth Beer Podsequences. Uh, make sure you go subscribe on uh, whatever your favorite podcast platform is to their show. Uh, they, they they recap Cincinnati beer podcasts. It's uh, You have to listen to it to, to get it all. Um, it's a fun show, so go subscribe to that. Uh, thank you to Thor. Um, Thor was just hanging out at the Chris Kindle Market, and, uh, and Greg started talking to him and thought that maybe his opinion would be a really fun one to have, and uh, I, I can't disagree with that. It was great. Um, to, uh, to Greg Hart, been himself. Uh, thank you, Greg, for jumping on the show. He's been on my other podcast a few times and is always fantastic. So 
I was glad to get him on Drinking with the Gnome this episode. And then to Chef Nathan Whittington. He uh, obviously uh, designed the glue vine that we uh, were all drinking at will. He 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 didn't design it. He uh, executed it. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Um, and it's great. And if you have not been down there to try the glue vine at the Moreland Lager House uh, for their Cincinnati Chris Kindle Market, go do that uh, because it is delicious. And hopefully you guys are all enjoying your own winter drinking and whatever that means to you because um, there's obviously a lot to it. So much so that we'll be back next week to talk about it again. Um, I think... I think we might be talking peppermint schnapps, one of my favorite winter drinks. So uh, tune in for that one. Uh, but thank you for, for listening. Make sure you're subscribed. Share it with your friends. You know the drill. We'll see you next week on Drinking with the Gnome. <laughs>